Hi, I'm Dr. Brad, naturopath, herbalist, nutritionist, researcher, educator. I've got 20 years clinical experience and over 15 years teaching and educational experience. Hi, I'm Dr. Sibylle Buchwald-Werner. I'm a pharmacist by training, have a PhD in pharmaceutical chemistry, and I love to work with, with plants that can have effects on health and to develop ingredients that you can use. And I'm Greg, I'm pumped. We're going to talk about cortisol and weight loss. Let's go. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Clinical, the powerful brain-boosting cortisol-reducing thermogenic formula formulated to optimize your day, improve productivity, assist weight management, and combat the negative effects of daily stress. Hydroxyburn Clinical contains a clinically trialed dose of blueness, an innovative extract that comes from a special type of lemon balm grown only in Bavaria, Germany, and proven by in vitro studies, human studies, and phytochemical investigations to have positive effects in less than an hour. Hydroxyburn Clinical is your key to reduced cortisol and stress levels, mental focus and cognitive function, high performance memory, activating your metabolism. What does this mean? If cortisol is reduced, the metabolism is activated to burn fat, which supports the formula's thermogenic effect. Two tablets every morning after food to boost more than your mood in as little as one hour. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the home of fit, happy, healthy. Today, I'm going to grab the big white elephant in the room of weight loss. Too much cortisol can mess with your metabolism and it can be triggered by overtraining. But I want to talk firstly about weight loss and I don't want to muck around cortisol and weight loss. Why is cortisol stopping me losing weight, Brad, from a clinical perspective? From a clinical perspective, you know, everyone has cortisol. We talked recently about you know, having the balance of cortisol levels. When the cortisol levels increase, it adapts the body to a point where we start increasing the absorption of fats and carbohydrates we're going to so we store absorb them. more fat when we've got high cholesterol that's right and another point is with the fight or flight response we never know when we're going to stop again to properly eat because yep. the saber-toothed tiger whether that's your work boss family it doesn't matter what the tiger looks like there is the tiger or the elephant in this case it's stampeding towards you you're trying to get away from it the body stores what it can't use because it doesn't know when it's going to eat again so modern not society we're eating a lot more so it's also stopping my ability to burn fat that's correct because it's looking at storing the fat and if we keep eating the regular meals that we do in today's society stressed because we're stressed we're eating we're eating at our desk we're eating on the run driving to work we're eating breakfast or something we're not allowing the body to absorb and utilize it effectively the cells are not recognizing it so we crave and eat more cortisol punch, punches it up further and Sybil you've written a lot of articles for us and one that really stood out for me was one you wrote in Vogue about stress cortisol and weight loss and one of the things you talked about was lowering your cortisol levels can assist you with weight loss so you're a researcher you've researched blueness which is a herb or you find a medicine is that a better word to use that's it and you've researched along the areas of alertness focus concentration relaxation good mood Cortisol? Where does that fit into all that? Well, first of all, the cortisol is important for every diet because yes. a diet itself can also be stressful. Yes. Because okay. if you know, okay, on Monday I will start a diet, you're already stressed we all start on Monday Saturday. Diets, yep. Yes. And then you also think maybe, okay, it's not only about eating, it's also about moving. Yes. And then you give yourself a schedule to go more frequently to the gym, mm -hmm. to work out harder. And this could even have a negative effect. Okay. Because then when you overtrain, you have more cortisol and that will block your fat metabolism during the night and then you are doing everything you think but you're not losing one kilo. Uh, 
because your body is just fully under stressed even more than before. So, and what is stress in the body? Stress in the body means you have elevated cortisol levels mm -hmm. and this cortisol has a lot of effects and one important one is blocking also your fat metabolism and yes. you need to burn fat if you want to lose weight. So therefore, there are several points that are important if you want to have a successful diet and the first one is to reduce your cortisol. So how can you reduce your cortisol? First, you can reduce your cortisol by trying to influence your lifestyle and so get get yourself some time for yourself some quality time which is helping you to reduce your cortisol so for example if you say i have to do more sports maybe you change the sports you are doing you don't go for for body pump or something yep. you go for yoga or you go for meditation so that you get down and you just flow into a different mood yes. and then your cortisol would get down if you eat you're not just thinking about okay i'm only eating now formulated food i'm only eating protein bars and shakes which yes. not gives me pleasure think about what food you could take which is also anti-inflammatory because when you do a diet you get more radicals yes. if the metabolism is changed so maybe you have nice blueberries and a green smoothie for breakfast. So also there a lot can be done. And then also don't do a diet with a, with a normal weekly events. Because if you always go out with the girls on Tuesday and you have been invited to a panel uh, with, your, with your city people on Thursday and then you do a training with a customer on Friday. So you have a lot of events penciled in your diary. That's not a good week to mm -hmm. do a diet because then you have social stress. And so it's important to, to really plan how to change life to get into a diet and into a weight loss theme. And I think that's important. So a lot of things you can influence but you need to plan it so and then what you cannot influence you can balance out with blueness because blueness will reduce your cortisol so it will help you with all the things you cannot change that your body can still get into a, a good mood and into a, in a good status to 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 lose weight because the cortisol is not blocking your metabolism nice i like that if i'm looking at and using the excuse of cortisol because a lot of people go oh, i can't lose weight i'm stressed my cortisol is through the roof because everyone's an expert on cortisol now how truthful is that statement well it is truthful mm -hmm. it's like everyone's always said oh it's my genetics like people have a yeah. reason for things about with the I'm thick boned oh, yes I'm thick I was thinking about it um, bone mineral density we'll talk on a different podcast on that one I'll tell you because that's an interesting topic and also cortisol does affect bone mineral density the thing is it's actually true okay so we can point a finger not all fingers but point a finger at cortisol and say this is the driver this is one that does keep us up and going, but when it gets out of control, the body's metabolism gets out of control. And it does block the fatty acid mm -hmm. metabolism, general fat metabolism, insulin resistance that starts to occur. So there's a vicious cycle which then leads to higher cortisol, leads to abnormal fatty metabolism again, and so on. There's a continuous cycle over and over again. So we can point a finger at cortisol as saying this is the leading trigger or hallmark feature of people trying to lose weight but keep hitting that wall. And, and that's what you were saying. It's like, you know, when we plan a diet, it's always January 1 or a Monday or some special event for some reason. We have to pick a time. But if you do it gradually, it's going to work better. And remember, we can fall off the wagon for that one lunch meeting and then jump back on again. And that's what people get stressed about. They go out with all their friends. They can't eat what they normally would eat because they say, I'm on a diet. And everyone's like, rah, rah, kind of thing. That causes more stress. So Yes. Um, and it's not only eating, it's also drinking. Yes. Because you also need to make sure that you don't have your glass of wine. 
which you normally would take. And so I'm glad you didn't mention beer because I was worried there for yeah. a second. <laughs> that's right. So why, why are we going to pick on? Yes. <laughs> but but that's also something that some people do with their diet. They say, I can't eat those foods. But then they supplement that with having the wine or other features, mm-hmm. which can be more detrimental with the cortisol levels. So they're too strict with their diet saying, I can't go out with my friends. I can't do this. Uh, but I can as long as I stick to my diet. But then they overdo the calories mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. kilojoules with, with the alcohol, which of course is an actual fuel for the body. But then that changes liver function, accelerates you know, cortisol level metabolism, the opposite way to what we want it to be. So it causes more issues. That so way. alcohol raises cortisol as well? It can in mm-hmm. the long term, yes, because it's going to affect the body's way of metabolizing glucose and fats and liver function yeah, and then adrenal function. So yes, it can do that. Nice. And so well, you touched on earlier when you're talking about things to look at when considering a, a weight loss lo- a program, lifestyle journey. You talked about exercise can increase your cortisol or exercise does increase your cortisol. So for, for the morning trainer that's woken up at five o'clock, hit the gym at 5.30, so cortisol levels are already high because we've just got out of bed. So now we're training and we're extending our high cortisol levels. Yes. Same type of cortisol. I'm not an expert here. Are we talking cortisol's cortisol or same things happening? Uh, we're just extending the bad boy that got us out of bed in the first place. Am I right in saying that? I'd say I, that. I think yes. Definitely. Yes, because it's just a molecule. Yeah, the body right. cannot decide what was the reason why the cortisol was generated. And we probably had a pre-workout with that, which has given us, you know, 150 to 300 milligrams of caffeine and a few other nice little things added in. Mm-hmm. So that's it. for someone who's used to that, that's not going to change cortisol too much because we're used to that in our lifestyle already because there's a bit of misconception around cortisol cortisol and caffeine. I mean, obviously, caffeine increases cortisol unless you're a habitual user of caffeine. Am I correct in saying that? Interesting thing about caffeine is you can have natural caffeine from like green tea, green coffee bean, etc. And then you can have caffeine, caffeine itself. And a lot of the time we combine the two or the three of them, for example. We like to do that. Yeah, yeah, we we get the benefits from having the green tea and the coffee bean antioxidant and inflammatory effect and the benefit of the caffeine to get us up and going as well. Because the caffeine is a good activator. Mm-hmm. So a lot of research is showing that caffeine itself is not too detrimental for us if done appropriately. It's when you do too much of it. And that's different again for everyone. So mm-hmm. I can handle X amount, Y and Z amount kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's not just male-female based. It's really into like the individual component of it. But when you combine it with other nutrients, zinc, magnesium, chromium, B3, B6, other nutrients, you can start working with the metabolism of cortisol, metabolism of adrenaline, and then a metabolism of the glucose and what do you mean fats, by the metabolism of cortisol? What, what do you mean by that for us people? So then? we can work it with it more effectively. So our body has different receptors. And if we can upregulate those receptors, and I'm getting a little bit more science by no, answering right, your question. Rip it in. If we regulate the receptors more effectively to accept the cortisol, the glucose, the fats, etc., we will utilize it more effectively. Caffeine can set up that process. It does activate a lot of different channels and receptors in our body, mm-hmm. including absorption. Yes. So you'll find a lot of products have caffeine in there for absorption because it opens up the digestive channels and then you combine it with apple cider vinegar whatever you want to do all these different things and then if you look at different nutrients which also enhance cortisol metabolism neurotransmitter and hormone metabolism so what that means is we're able to utilize them break them down more effectively if we don't need to use them and upregulate it into the cells into the receptors more effectively so when our cell is accepting whatever it is let's say cortisol it's then sending feedback to the system which is our whole body saying I have enough cortisol now. I have enough glucose, I have enough insulin, and then that triggers off the next process. When people have resistance, like insulin resistance or receptor resistance, that process is not working effectively. So the feedback's not there. The body craves more sugar, more fats, more whatever we go for, because it's screaming out for more. That's not getting in. 
and cortisol can cause those imbalances because it can block channels, it can activate channels, it can really stir up the system, whether it's adrenals or other system, um, body systems. So keeping a check on that by you know becoming more regular with workouts working out our daily routine as we were talking about with sleep for example increases the effectiveness of weight loss good sleep and fat burning during sleep which is like blueness and other things mm-hmm. we can utilize but also planning things out more effectively nutritionally diet wise supplements we do need protein powders or we do need things to supplement to help us get to that point as well and working it out more effectively okay so talking fitness yes i've got up at five o'clock five thirty at the gym i I've trained, cortisol's high, taking a pre-workout, I've had breakfast. Now I've got to go to my real life and I've got to hit work. Why are people feeling, you know, depressed, like they've had poor sleep? Um, why are they thinking like their immune system's being compromised? What, what's happening with this constant bombardment of fitness that we're giving ourselves? Like fitness is a very positive thing. It is. But So so what's happening to us as individuals with in, in a highly stressed world that we live in and a heavy, like everyone's training, like you can just train training the house down these days which I, I personally love but what's that doing to us long term i mean obviously it's a it's a new world there you know mm. we're digitally connected we're stressed we're 24 7 we're training now because training is very trendy way trendy that was when we started body science females are dominating the fitness industry now what, what's happening with us like how what do we got to do well one of the main things to discuss with cortisol and we'll talk more uh, as a team in a moment is cortisol at the right amount as we've already said works perfectly when it increases you start getting that immunosuppressive effect it suppresses the immune system so i've walked in and i've seen my boss and he's gone blah 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 you don't feel good anyway no <laughs> that's one point so but then if your body's already been smashed by cortisol i'll yep. say it like it's been smashed by because it's been a big morning of cortisol it's been a big morning dump of cortisol yep which is natural but then we've enhanced it with doing everything else in our life and with stress timesing it by 10 yep. it's suppressing the immune system effects so we have more days off work creating more work stress, financial stress, etc. It's altering the neurotransmitters and hormones, affecting our mood, making mm-hmm. us feel, you know, sort of weakened. So we get upset very easily. Something that didn't bother us a year ago is smashing us now because our body can't handle it. We become emotionally imbalanced, high level of stress and anxiety, depression. So anxiety is like the stress of the future. So wondering what the boss is going to say because I've just had two days off. Mm-hmm. So there's anxiety for mm-hmm. that, which is now enhanced because of the cortisol from the stress of thinking about stress. But then you have depression because, you know, it's a feeling about what's already happening in our body. We don't feel our best. We're dragging our feet. We're feeling weak. Cortisol's smashing those areas. It's actually making us feel worse Mm -hmm. when it's highly elevated. It's altering the channels. It's altering all these different pathways. And that's where some of your research is becoming very handy because you're able to see where the changes in the cortisol are and what we can do about it. As you said, um, if the cortisol level is is high, you are not able to see uh, the little successes that you had on your way because you're always running you're always looking for the for the far out target and you don't see what you have reached already and it's also because your your mood your constitution um, is blocking you because you are just not able to see the good things you are you're just running 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 and there it's very important to uh, to reduce the cortisol so that your neurotransmitter can be balanced out and that you can be happy again and also see what has been reached so it's nine o'clock ten o'clock in the morning we're telling people to take hydroxyburn clinic 
physical in the morning. Yes. Obviously, we're talking, we're not just looking at cortisol, we're looking at energy. Like it, it's a beginning of your day. Let's take this mm-hmm. thing on the target and have a crack. Before I go there, I just want to talk about one of the things you mentioned is you may not be getting your goals from your training or your workout. So that constant everyday high cortisol in the morning is going to have a long-term effect on my training goals. Well, I mean, every time after the, during the training, it goes up for yeah. sure because you're we activated. But then after each training session, you need to get it down yes. so that the body can get into the uh, the status where it can build up muscles, for example, because mm-hmm. you have given the trigger and then the trigger needs to, uh, to go into the development of the muscles. And if the cortisol is down, you will not get this recovery. You will not get increase of muscle mass or of endurance or strengths. So it's important to have it in this in the right rhythm like it normally would be throughout rhythm, the like day. That, in the right rhythm of the, the day. The right rhythm, mm. yeah. From our perspective, I'm going to talk about the products because I've got you guys on and you're product experts. From our perspective, either the clean coffee or the hydroxyburn clinical, which is my favorite, at nine o'clock in the morning is designed <coughs> to get that cortisol down. But we want to hit it when you're probably going to get your third big hit of cortisol. And I'm, I mean, that's probably a silly thing to say because it could happen a thousand times within that period. But in the rhythm of the day that mm-hmm. the get up, the train, and now we've hit the boss, the work, the whatever is in the morning that stresses us out. Is that a good time to be taking like hydroxyburn clinical? I'm going to say yes. And secondly, I'm going to say by saying the third hit is actually a good point. The first hit is actually getting up. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if your cortisol is already out of balance straight away, you've already got your first hit as soon yep. as you get your feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Then you go to do a massive workout or drive or whatever your next stress or that's yep. your second hit. Then you get into work, yep. nine this o'clock meeting straight away. <laughs> that's that's the, the third hit is the one that can, I'll say, can take you out. That's the one that can put you in the stress, anxiety, depression, exhaustion phase. The rhythm for the whole quickly. day. Rhythm for the whole day. Yeah. And people go, I was so good this morning. And now I just feel like, and then they give you different mm-hmm. versions of the same word, but it's like, I just feel terrible. I started the day so well. And then that third hit, because we can go through a couple of hits very easily when you think about it. We're designed to go through a number of hits. It's that extra hit. And that could be that third hit can take us down. Best intentions. We got up. We feel great. We got the energy from the cortisol system getting up and running. We've gone to the gym. We've walked along the beach. We've watched the sunrise. We've done all the normal stuff. And then that third hit, that's become the negative, you know, and everyone's third hit's always different. Mm. And in some cases, Mm -hmm. they don't recover for that day that week that month it can be that extreme in some cases and this is where you turn around and have some people say I don't want to go back to work or I I don't want to be in that relationship let's go emotional some people don't want to be in certain things anymore because that third hit was enough to make that change absolutely and if we start thinking about different nutrients and products because we're going into that Mm -hmm. now is what are we looking for you know we need to balance out that third hit so we still are going to get it honestly we're still at work we're still going to get it it's life it's life but how can we balance out that life event so we get to work we have the third hit and the difference between us wanting to walk out the door straight away and never going back versus to gee that was tough but now all right all right let's just settle down let's breathe let's have our time out that we talked about earlier let's have our time out let's have a breathe for a second and allow the body to balance and that is you know blueness chromium, magnesium, zinc, B2, B3. There's a number of different nutrients and herbs we can do that. And depending on what time of day, of course, we can use different things. With the third hit, I'll be looking at a combination that's going to really establish like the thermogenics in the body, the energy metabolism, the up and go to get us through that third hit. It's not going to make us a high. It's not what it's about because the blueness is going to balance that out. It's going to get the GABA working effectively. The cortisol is going to bring it back down into a natural balance. And then the other nutrients are going to fire up 
I'm going to say the mitochondria, the energy in the cell, the little firehouses, really powerhouses that get us going. That gets the cellular energetics up and running. When the body cells are working effectively, the feedback to, you know, biochemical pathways, the hormones, neurotransmitters, the brain saying everything's doing much better now. Let's work on my anxiety and stress levels because I'm not worrying so much now about X or Y or whatever it is. I can now think more clearer that stressor is not as bad as what I thought it was. Nice. Or it's past. I've I've gone through it. Perfect. Dr. Spiller, like from a perspective of, you know, Body Science is a brand that wants to back companies that are researching and doing the right thing. Are we putting an effective dose of blueness into our products in the morning for that third hit? Yes, for sure. Yes. So the effective dose for blueness would be 300 milligrams. Mm -hmm. We have tested the dose in, in different studies. So the dosage is depending on what is the product about. So how is the quality of the extract? Mm-hmm. And and our extract has a high quality because we have our own breathing lines that mm-hmm. we are using. So when you do extraction and you are using water, like we do it, because we want to have food, so we should use water and not yes. alcohol. Mm-hmm. If we extract it, then the quality is depending on the raw material that you are using. So we are very carefully selecting the seeds that we are using to plant the mm-hmm. lemon balm. And also then we are looking when to harvest it to check that all the quality is right. So the quality means on the one side that you have a safe ingredient, but also that you have an effective one. And the effectiveness is then based on the standardization of mm-hmm. the extract that in each batch you all always have the same effect. That's why we, we are testing by rosmarinic acid, which means a chemical marker, a phytochemical marker, but also by doing an in vitro testing for the muscarinic receptor. So this gives the base that the product is always the same and has always the same effect. And this also gives you um, the freedom that if you take the right dosage, you have the effect. So that means 300 milligram is what we have tested in several studies, also in human studies, and where we have seen the effect to reduce cortisol, to have a better mood, and also to get the focus to get things done. So from a cortisol perspective, why would I want to take hydroxyburn sleep, for example, with the effective dose of blueness in it and some carbons in that calming process? Why would I want to take blueness before I go to bed? And we're talking about weight loss here. This podcast on cortisol and weight loss. You're probably not going to put your foot deeply in that one, Dr. Sibylla, because it's. I'm asking you, does blueness help me lose weight at night? But that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get off the fence and actually say it. But from a theoretical perspective, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, important is the cortisol level, right? Yep. So if we take the blueness before sleep, we can reduce the cortisol. And if the cortisol is reduced, the body is able to get a real recovery during sleep. Because we, if cortisol is reduced, we have our heartbeat goes down. So the body really uh, can recognize that now it's sleeping time, it's recovery time. If cortisol is down, you get your human growth hormone being activated, which is important to get a lot of recovery and repairing processes during the night, you get a better glucose and lipid um, metabolism. That means that you can burn energy and you can restore the body's energy, not only in the body physically, but also in the brain. You also get sugar back to the brain. And that's important to just burn energy, but also in the morning to feel refreshed when you wake up. And that's a good, if you have, if you want to lose weight and you feel refreshed in the morning, you have the motivation to go to the gym, to move again, you have this good feeling 
feeling that you said, yes, I did it right. I can do it another day so that the motivation keeps you moving with your target. Nice. Yeah. And from a perspective of blueness in body science products, is it is there any safety issues with us taking hydroxyburn clinical in the morning and then say nine, 10 hours later using it again to go to sleep at night? No, there's no issue at all because we have tested also the pharmacokinetics for blueness. So we know if we take it, it's quickly in the blood to be mm. effective. Only after 30 minutes, we could measure it already in the plasma. And after five hours, it's out. So there is no problem to take it in the morning and in the evening. You could even take it three times if you have a, a special stressful week, for example, with a lot of events, mm -hmm. and there will be no side effects. Nice. I may have taken it once or twice during the day myself just to realign where I needed to be on days where a lot of inputs are jumping all over my shoulders. So that's it. Well, and that's one of the things to think about is everyone's different. So mm -hmm. some people may need that extra dose. And that's some of the words I was very happy you saying was like dose and effect and quality as well. And that's what we need to look at is what is the dose? What is the effect it has on our body? We know now it gets absorbed in the 30 minutes. There's a five-hour time period of where we're going to mm -hmm. get the maximum work out of it. And then you can take it in the morning to focus and drive and get you through the day. We can take it at night, 30 minutes before bed. So we know it's going to get into the mm -hmm. system and by the time we get into bed, it's going to have that nourishing, nurturing effect on the mm -hmm. nervous system, soothing, for example, allowing us to shift into that sleep mode and combining it with Sisyphus and Carva and other ingredients as well, just to really calm the system down, get that really good sleep so that adequate fat burning can happen and getting us ready for the next day. So when we wake up, we do have that jumping out of bed effect. We do have the, wow, this is a new day, sun shining brightly or pitch dark, depending on what time you get up. But inside you're feeling that, you're feeling you've got that get up and go. And that's the exciting thing. And the other thing you brought up as well is quality. Whenever we look at products, we have to look at quality. You know, you're saying which is very exciting you test every batch you I test it you, you check I'm everything you're that. looking at the particular seeds you're using to grow it and here in australia we have stability testing and raw material testing and what goes in we make sure it goes into products we have the tga therapeutic goods administration there's certain processes that go through that you have to meet higher than high standards good manufacturing processes and practices have to be abided by so you know when you look at the label if it has x that's the amount that's in there mm -hmm. if it has 300 milligrams you're going to get 300 milligrams dose and effect out mm -hmm. of it that's the I exciting like that. dose thing. and effect dose and effect and mm -hmm. you know it's quality as well you know mm -hmm. it's quality so Sybil do you want to look I, I love this article you wrote for Vogue Mag I, I, I really <laughs> did I read it like a hundred times do you want to go through some of the ways you describe in the article to lower cortisol it might be a good way to wrap this one out for those people that are looking for a weight loss journey please uh, consider blueness in your approach we have it in several products the, the clean tea which is easy to drink we have it in the hydroxyburn clinical which gives you energy uh, it's got a thermogenic strapped on to the blueness as well and then at night we have it with recoverment, which we haven't talked about. We'll talk about that later, which is about recovery and some herbs that assist with that calming process. So just to finish up, how about I throw the challenge, seven ways to help lower cortisol? Well, to, you can lower cortisol in to, to have a lifestyle which does not stress you even more. So it's important to plan yep. your approach. Try to be relaxed. Yes. Don't um, work out too much. Yes prefer to do things like yoga try to do some meditation don't be stressed by social events yes. it will all be fine if you are not there all the time yep. stay at the sofa relax a little bit <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> get healthy food no processed food yes. get your your antioxidants from the food your anti-inflammatory food eat a lot of eat berries color. and green things have something hot not yes. only salads 
have also some a nice soup so that you also get your metabolism by the heat yes. being um, being positively influenced. And all what you cannot balance out, take blueness and take the body science products. Guys, thanks for coming on. Brad, is there anything you want to add in relation to cortisol and weight loss? I mean, people come to talk to you about it all the time. You're one of Australia's leading mentors in that area. Anything to add to that? That was pretty good. No, I'm, I'm very happy with that. I would have said the same thing. <laughs> I'm very particularly happy with like the timeouts. That Remember we talked about so in the past, the FOMOs. Remember yeah. we talked last time about the fear of missing out. If you don't go tonight or tomorrow, it's not the end of the world. If you're not up to it, if you're feeling stressed and anxious <laughs> about something, take that time out because you can do it another day and enjoy it. Don't stress yourself out more by feeling you have to go to an event. The event's going to go ahead anyway. You're going to miss it. That's okay. Go to the next one. Look after yourself. Look at your recovery. My big takeout from this, turn off all notifications. Address things when you want to address them. That's one of my stress 101s. Perfect. Thanks for coming on board today, guys. I loved it. It was a really good little chat. If there's any questions in relation to cortisol and weight loss, send them to Body Science and we'll uh, get them addressed by these two. Thanks heaps. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.